Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello friends and family, Uh, Shay Ryan Douglas here from Earth Heroes TV and we get another exciting weekly episode with Yvonne. Hey Yvonne, how are you today? I'm very well and very excited to have some time with you. Yeah, me too. This I love I love your channel that you create the Ascension Wisdom because we're going through such a big process of going deeper within and going up to ascend. And that takes looking at all of those deeper, grittier, confrontational and challenging problems that I feel are serving as a message and a potential opportunity as a solution. So today we're going to talk about what it is that keeps us stuck in the old paradigm or in the um, matrix that doesn't ultimately serve us to ascend. So we're looking at how to live in prosperity and we're going to really unpack with Yvonne what that takes and, and based on her experience in doing this work for a number of years and hosting workshops and meeting with people regularly, what it is that ultimately keeps us in this state of fear and scarcity. And so it's a really exciting conversation, Yvonne. I want to thank you for joining me and, you know, so willingly um, just sharing your your life experience and the wisdom that comes through. And, and I know from all your past videos, and I recommend anyone who hasn't seen the past episodes, go back through and have a look. It's on Earth Heroes TV, but it's also on um, Yvonne's YouTube and Facebook, there's some some great insight into um, little tools, uh, little bits of wisdom and plenty of gold nuggets that we can take on board and explore and put into place practically so we can embody it in our everyday life. Because our intention with these videos is not just to offer you more information. We recognize there's so much information out there in the world, but we want to offer you some simple solutions and another perspective on how we can shift our perspective out of lack and into love, into prosperity, into an an ascended perspective and perception of reality that invites us into level up a little bit. And in order to level up, we must look at what it is that's um, preventing us from leveling up. And that's what this conversation is all about. So really excited to chat with you about, about this, Yvonne. And I mean, let's just jump straight into it because we had a, a pre-conversation and I just feel like there's so much quality in what you um, have to serve humanity. And maybe you just want to share on, on the workshop that you mentioned that you've done over the last few years and, and what came up in that workshop. Sure, let's do that. Um, so I think in the early days of my awakening, uh, I think I've mentioned this many times, things used to just arrive, uh, you know, on my doorstep. And one of the things that arrived on my doorstep, I think in 1989 or something, was a game called the Transformation Game, 
which came, was actually created by Arlene Caddy and, and Finthorn, for those of you old enough to remember what work that is. Um, and, um, and at the time, they were not available commercially at all. They were just, you, you know, you're very lucky to get them. And somehow it, it landed in my lap because somebody had just come back and been trained and had brought a spare game with them and offered it to me. So there we were. Now I've been using that and it's, it's, it's a, a workshop. I've turned it into a day, a full day workshop for four people and I facilitate it. And it's just become another tool that allows people to see how they operate. That's what I love about it because, you know, we, we um, are fairly robotic or maybe I should say very robotic. <laughs> We're very conditioned right from the get-go of how to be human because that's not natural for us. Otherwise, we wouldn't struggle with it so much. So we're taught how to be human by our families, by our culture that we were born into, by the, you know, the countries, the society. And then, of course, we go to school. And that is when we're properly conditioned to fit into um, a society as a sameness we all seem to have to be the same and a comparison and competition and all that goes on um and you know it fascinates me that when people first start at school and i'll tell you a little bit about this game is that we are then um we're molded into how to behave to fit in and that behavior until we get to a crisis and decide to change it um, can last for the rest of our life. And what what was this wonderful game is that you can, uh, the way that I use it at least now as a tool, to show people how they actually operate in their life. So every tiny little thing they do during the day, I go, oh, so that's what you usually do? And it really brings it to people's awareness. So what's happened this year is that the first question that I ask of the participants is what in you is still keeping you in this matrix? And then I ask them to, you know, to make a list and every one of them. Now I've run four of them this year already and every one of them has the same thing on it. There's many things, but one of them is fear of lack. And and I thought, oh my goodness, that is probably one of the biggest and strongest hold that the elite still have, this fear of not having enough to look after your family, not having enough um, to put food on the table, not having enough to, or not doing enough to keep your job. And what I really love about these last two years is that all of those things that we used to put so much emphasis on as being the most important thing for us to survive have been taken away from us. And yet here we are. And there is this incredible groundswell around the world today of people going, you know what? I am still here. Yes, I, my job seems to be gone. My, some of my friends have walked away. Some of my family aren't here. But look at what I've gained. I've gained so many other people. I've found this amazing um, inner passion and, and talent that I can now 
put out there. I've always wanted to do this and I've always wanted to do that. And now all of a sudden I can do that and people are paying me for it. So there is a whole other side to this that is coming to the surface. And so I just thought it'd be really good to unpack this, this illusion of the fear of lack that has been psychologically tattooed somewhere in our brain. That's beautiful, Yvonne. Thanks for um, just opening up the lid of the box here, because this could this could be a really deep conversation ultimately. And just to kind of reverberate and repeat what you've shared in, in a slightly different language is essentially we have patterns of behavior that stem from that childhood imprinting period that seem to be um, repeating themselves over and over and over again that potentially once they come into awareness um, we realize that they're not necessarily serving us in the most prosperous way possible and in fact they, they they're limiting us and preventing us from truly doing what we're here to do as creator beings in this world and um, you know manifesting and living a life of passion doing what we love for our job on a daily basis or you know creating the relationships and the people around us that really make us come alive that we really have so much joy and love for what we're living in um and and so i'm really curious because that scarcity mindset is something that has been a part of my life in fact i've recognized where i have limited myself a lot and i've, I've held myself back and i've had a deeper sense of fear like i can't i can't do it or I, it's not possible and noticing that having really supportive people around me to help me break through that um, but ultimately that the responsibility is up to me and that's i'm really curious to unpack this with you yvonne in a way that um you know with your life experience and and working with people in this space what what those tools are that essentially is going to be totally different for anyone and everyone and in fact there's probably likely that from my experience uh, it's it's required a multitude of tools it's never just been one easy solution but it's been a an, a, an approach that ha i've had to you know equip myself with multiple levels of um inspiration and support and guidance from people who i admire and look up to and and, and applying them into my life and into my body and experience in, a, in an empowered state and an embodied experience to shift through that that ceiling that has limited me in that box which we're we're opening up with this conversation to see what else is really possible but i'm curious um having identified that you know this is a uh, this is something that is very real for majority of people. And particularly if we look at the collective narrative of our story right now, it is a challenging time where we're, we're noticing a big transition and a lot of change for a lot of people. I know I'm going through a lot of, a lot of change in myself and, and my environment and with my relationships and um, not noticing that the change can be positive and it can be uplifting and it can be, um, raising the standard to a new level of being, but I, I, rec I acknowledge from what you're shared just in the initial stages that it requires a level of awareness and, and inner work. And so I'm curious to hear from you, Yvonne, a little bit more to unpack this further, um, how that has unraveled itself in the work that you've done with these people. Well, I think I'd have to be really 
you know, honest and say, well, it all stems from the work that I've had to do in me because, um, hey, I put myself through the ringer with fear of lack. Fear of lack has been my Achilles heel for years. You know, being it's, uh, I, 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 <laughs> my father's had a wonderful saying, money doesn't grow on trees. And when I think about it now, I go, well, that's a shame because if it did, we wouldn't ever fear lack because trees know how to keep replenishing their leaves, <laughs> you know. Um, there's such crazy phrases, aren't they, that we just chuck out. Um, and then I married someone whose every second phrase was, we can't afford it. So, you know, I was very well skilled in, in lack and there not being enough and having to work for everything. And, um, and you know, that's exhausting. It really is exhausting. But you talked about uh, lack and when we talk about lack, people instantly think about money. And, you know, it, I think the money part is really the end product. It's the, the fear of lack within ourselves. You were just talking about the feeling that you were inadequate, that you you know couldn't do what you wanted to do. Well, that's lack. That is being told that you're not enough, that there, there isn't enough in you. And, you know, we're the only um, living creatures that have these stories going on within us. And so I had those stories and I struggled. I, I have done my struggling. I've done the hard yards, three children to bring up. And I, I'm pretty stubborn and I won't give up on anything. And so I forced my way through. Um, but nowadays uh, I, I recognize that all oh, that is so unnecessary when we truly know who we are, when we have a deep understanding of the inner power that's available to us. And so all the work that I, I'm now uh, really focused on is to bring people back to the bare truth of who are you? You, me, every living being and creature is an expression of the quantum field of creation. And as such, is uniquely configured just perfectly for the expansion of nature which is what we are and so when we stop having the stories and stop the belief it's all about the belief so if you want to know a very simple way of making the change then check out the belief a belief is only a fact while you believe it people keep saying to me do you believe that and i said well look it serves me today it makes me feel okay today but if it doesn't tomorrow then it goes on the tip because what is a belief? It is a thought. Where does the thought come from? Who knows? You know, this whole ether is full of thinking. You're thinking, my thinking, everybody else is thinking. Um, and you just pick and choose. So it is recognizing that we have that power within us to let go of the belief, to realize that just because you believe it doesn't make it real only makes it real for you while you adhere yourself and attach yourself to that belief. If it, And you can see that everywhere around you. People have these have decided to believe something that if they really examined their inner self, they would know it's ridiculous. But they keep doing it. 
because I believe, I believe. Well, I think that word ought to go somewhere where, you know, it isn't ever allowed again because it distorts, it distracts. So if you have a belief in lack, then it's time to throw that out the window and have a look around you and see how much abundance there is. And you talk about uplifting and upgrading and I have to smile. I just um, did a, a session with one of my students and she said we had somebody new coming to one of our picnics and he said, oh, and now I hear all these people talking about, you know, we're going to 5D. So, so how do we go, uh, you know, what do we do to get there? How, how do we go there? And she said he sounded like he needed to catch a bus. <laughs> And, and and it's all about vibration, isn't it? Because where we want to take humanity, where, where humanity has to go because our planet is going there, is to a different vibrational frequency. And in that frequency, the concept of lack can no longer exist. And when you think about that and you go, okay, so within me, what is the story I am still attached to about lack? And then I have something, then you're going to like this bit because I can see you go off on a bit of a roll with that. My question is, what's the payoff for you to stay attached to lack? Because something inside of us always thinks that whatever we're doing is for a benefit. So what's the payoff that is an illusion within you that is keeping you stuck there? Hmm, that's something to talk about. Yes, that is a great question. And that's what I love about these conversations is they, they spark up some really wonderful questions for you know myself, for ourselves to self-reflect and self-inquire on. And I just wanted to invite anyone who's watching this and thank you for tuning in to this live broadcast. And if you have any questions yourself around what you think would serve, you know, um, yourself that you would love to ask Yvonne or myself or th something that you think would be a relevant question to ask humanity right now at this point, if we all had the chance to have that moment in time to self-reflect, just write it in the comment section and we'll we can discuss it and unpack it as well with you guys because we want you to be a part of this conversation as well. But something that I really loved what you shared, Yvonne, in, in that last moment of exploring lack is really relating it to nature and noticing what, what you shared was recognizing that we are nature as a, as a simple starting point and that everything we need is in nature. So everything we need for our own lives is within us as we are part of nature. And I've really um, just loved being a part and back in Far North Queensland, which feels so abundant. And I've, I've had the privilege of um, spending some time on a healing sanctuary, which is thriving with fruit and, and vegetables and herbs and medicines. We've had an abundance of rain and lots of energy coming through and and just recognize and appreciating the, the value in seeing the truth of our nature, which is abundance. And, and, and really highlight that point that you shared, Yvonne, around lack being an illusion in our own perception of how we see the world based on you know, the conditions of our upbringing or our, our learnings. And it requires a certain level of 
unlearning to to create the space to realize and relearn what is our fundamental truth of being a human being which is the opposite of lack and and absolute prosperity and abundance and just really feeling into that um, space of observing how nature functions this is why i love the work of sovereign and syntropy and um, working in the natural systems, which is the living system, which ultimately, as we are humans living and evolving and changing, that it too is evolving and living and changing and operating in those seasons, cycles and systems. And to recognize that belief system or that belief cycle, if it's not serving, then why not change it? Mm. Yeah, and, and why not change it? And that is what this is all about because, you know, where we're going is an alignment with nature, is an alignment with the planet, with the stars. We're all part of that. But, you know, my question about what is the payoff, right? Well, I'm going to give you the answer. The payoff is, and and this is a, 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 something I really want people to think about because it's really helped me. Everything that we, we do, we are under the illusion that it is keeping us safe. That is an underlying need to be safe. I keep my children safe. I keep me safe. I keep my house so that I'm safe. And so we will do whatever we can to stay safe. And therefore, we don't risk Right, we don't risk. I, look, I'm, I'm not going to risk um, stepping out there and doing what I love because what if I fail? Right, so it's fear of failure, which is the same thing as fear of success. And these are all imprinted belief systems and they make us feel that we're unsafe, that, that we do not have it within us to be able to live a healthy, vibrant, expansive life. And we must be the only part of nature that doesn't feel that it can do that. I haven't seen an oak tree standing there and going, well, I don't think, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm really as good as, you, as the next one. And so I'm going to hoard all of my acorns so you can't have any because um, because that will make me much safer and I don't really care about you. It's us. We, we have this, we have been told that we don't have that, that we don't have that innate ability and that wonderful gift of creation within us that has come here in human form to be expressed in all its glory to serve ourselves and to serve humanity. And that is the brink that we stand on today. And um, well, I've mentioned to you before, in the beginning of my journey when spirituality was something that everybody saw, you know, was, you know, we always had weird people. And hey, I'm quite happy to be a weird person. Um, but what was going on was what I noticed that all, all those who were stepping into following their soul path were struggling constantly in in lack. They, they couldn't make ends meet. Um, their work was not valued. And mostly they 
felt that their work, because it was coming from God or from source, whatever you want to call where it's coming from, it ought to be given away free. Mind you, I always felt that my grocer didn't really want my services, so I needed to give him some money. And so there was a really twisted and confused state of mind going on. And everywhere I looked, the people that were doing this, the hard yards that are now coming to the service, surface were really um, struggling all the way with this fear of lack, which is ingrained in us so that the elite can keep the bulk of, of the prosperity and, and those who were in fear of lack would just keep working harder and harder and harder to look at um, staying safe. And so what it's not really about letting go of the fear of lack. It's letting go of the fear of not being safe. So what makes you safe? Well, what makes me safe is knowing who I am and having complete faith and trust in my soul path and in the unseen beings that I travel with. And I have acknowledged, and, and hey, it is a thought. And whether it is true or it isn't true, it serves me. I believe I'm an expression of creation. And as such, I can create and I do create anything I desire and need. And those of us who live that, who are moving into this higher frequency, are realizing that what we ask for, it turns up in about two seconds these days. So we have to be really careful about what we ask for. Because it comes just as quick if we ask for things that perhaps might not be as great as you'd like them. So what does that say to me? It says that I'm the creator and I don't ever have to be in lack ever again because why would I create lack? I'm part of an infinite universe of creation and as such, I am having my bit. <laughs> I love that, Yvonne. Thanks for sharing. And I really like how you articulated, you know, the the what is the payoff of that is the safety is what we're searching for is the deeper underlying human need that needs to be met in that situation is why we play out this story and we get stuck in that mindset that we don't have enough or we aren't we aren't ourselves enough to do what's required to do and that the ultimately the benefit of shifting that story is you know requires a level of trust and faith and and belief that all things are created for me, not happening to me. It's a total shift in reality to recognize the power that we have in our embodied experience as human beings to step into creating our destiny and creating our life and creating what it is that we feel is going to benefit us. And a really key, key point that I, I love what you shared was having faith and recognizing that um, faith is a key part in, in the journey of understanding. And I'm curious as to um, how you would articulate and unpack that on a deeper level. Um, but I'd also really love to tap into 
which is something that you mentioned right at the beginning around the financial piece to um, trusting and and the the journey of under, and and believing in everything is happening for a reason and the synchronicity of it and how many of us can get stuck in the old belief pattern and story and matrix that of lack that we don't have enough that everything is scarce that holds us back because there is safety in the money that we're receiving and there's a fear of leaving that because in the new realm let's say there might not potentially be that energy or um, abundance of money available and so that keeps us stuck in that old story and I'm keen to uh, there was two main things there that I asked I know but I feel you're a, you're a, um, a master in weaving those together potentially but around the faith piece and how that ties into you know creating abundance as well in our lives um, even on the, the money side of things well yes you mentioned that you know where we're going ultimately in the new earth and in years to come there will be no such thing as money as we know it today and i think that will be wonderful um i think some time ago i shared with sob that i was given a vision of what it's going to ultimately look like and it is just going to be an exchange of services freely given not for the exchange of profit or money but for the very um, gratitude of being able to express our creative self-expression in service and that probably is you know a concept just one step too far for most people at the moment but um, I think it's absolutely wonderful you know I have a gardener and he looks after my garden and I and he comes to me for mentoring I have a beautiful girl who comes and and helps clean my house once a fortnight and, and she comes to me for mentoring and and I love her and she loves me and we just exchange services I mean you know that is what we do and neither of us are in lack and that is you know, and you say that sounds like a bartering system, but it's much bigger than that. It is uh, because a bartering system again comes to looking at an equal exchange. And it's not about an equal exchange, it's about a vibrational exchange. And it is knowing that we, each one of us has something so special within us. And the faith comes from knowing that, knowing that I have something in me that I can offer you in service. And you have something in you that you can offer me in service. And I have faith that there's always going to be someone who would benefit from my creation from within me in service. And I know that there are many, many people looking to avail themselves of your creative talents and that is what I love so much about what's happening at the moment because people have realized that that they can make things they can they can create stuff they you know you're talking about a place where they're growing beautiful fruits and vegetables and that is happening everywhere we have more community gardens springing up than weeds you know it's just so wonderful to see and 
there are community gardens. We are in the process of creating a community hub where people can come and, and get educated, informed, learn things from each other, where they can gather and share. This is what this is all about. It is bringing from within that which has been hidden. And when children are born, they come with this gift. And if you watch younglings, um, you know, children have this propensity towards certain things that they automatically want to play with, they automatically are drawn to. But what happens when they go to school? No, don't do that. Um, you need to do that because they instantly have to be put in, um, you know, in a row and, and do as they're told. And so slowly but surely that, that inner gift, that natural gift of talent gets squashed and forgotten. And, you know, people are about 90 years old and they go, gosh, I remember when I was a child, I, I think I remember wanting to write, but I can't hold a pen anymore, right? It's like, that's criminal. We need to let children free to explore not out there, in here. What is hidden in you that has been so much wanting to come out, but you've got this fear of lack that you're not good enough, that you are not good, not as good as another person who is doing it. It is so sad to see people who won't sing because when they were younger, somebody told them, "Get you know, go get a day job. And yet when they get older they have the most beautiful voices we are so cruel to ourselves and we're so cruel to each other and so when we talk about faith it is the faith that there are no mistakes we are created by a force of nature that you can call whatever you want and as an expression of that how dare we put it down the way we do and how dare we allow other people to take control over that and how dare other people put it down that is where faith comes in i'm an expression of god's source of christ consciousness of allah of fred nerd of whatever we have to put labels of on stuff but I'm an expression of that. You're an expression of that. And you are unique and magnificent. And within you lies a kernel of, of creation that is wanting to be expressed. So let it go. When we take children and we give them the freedom to find that kernel within themselves, and their only job is to support them in skilling up on it, and building it into a crescendo, which is going to not just add to themselves, but to everyone around them, and is the ultimate expansion of nature. That is where my faith comes from. And that is what I have this intention about, to teach people to find that within themselves, and to listen to that, and to stop trying to be approved of by people who really don't know. Yes, Yvonne, that's huge. That's such a powerful 
reminder and remembering for each of us to recognize what is available uh, instantaneously, spontaneously, all the time that is within us. And there's two areas that I feel you mentioned around um, that can really hold us back from achieving that and recognizing that within ourselves. And that's the comparison with others and that we're, you know, trying to measure up and compete against others when instead of collaborate and be inspired and inspire others as well and noticing that that role or that pattern of comparison and competition can can prevent us from our true authentic nature and expansive um, potential of being just by shifting our, our awareness on, on what that story is within us. I love how you really um, articulated the expansiveness of nature and that that is within us. So I, I really appreciate um, your sharings on that, Yvonne. We had a few comments come in from people uh, watching live at the moment and um, had to do with the level of uh, exploring purity in, you know, as a young child, we're, we're born pure and innocent and then we become um, educated or dedicated or indoctrinated into a system that we're now recognizing isn't supporting us. And you had mentioned the level of Christ consciousness or um, the level of, let's say, inspired um, spirit that is in driving our um, inspiration and recognizing that that is all playing a role for us to live a life of prosperity and abundance um, what what does it look like my question is like what does it look like and and what else do we have to gain by embarking on this journey and it it seems that from my experience it's never just a one and done situation it's a consistent um, ongoing requirement to continue the journey and doing the work and and um, noticing and being real with myself when I am holding myself back and, and um, taking it to another level. So I'm just curious, like, because what I've noticed is that once, once it comes into awareness, then there's no going back, right? It's like the journey of the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and it's more deeper inner work in here that is required to bring it back within to realize how my patterns have been unraveling to lead me to this point. And, and there's a certain level of um, self-responsibility that's required to continue uh, the journey of walking the path towards this new earth experience. Um, so curious, Yvonne, what, from your perspective to wrap up the conversation, what does that take? Well, it, it takes getting your thoughts to critical mass you know we talk a lot about critical mass when i first started this journey it was all about we had to get humanity to critical mass well i think we're just about there um and then you've heard the hundred monkey story all of that which is related in many different ways um and all that that means is really is to do with neuroplasticity it is to do with um you know going back and creating a new neural pathway and getting that neural pathway to the moment where the, you know, where there, there is the, the clicking goes on when, when, you know, there is this connect, the connectors finally click in. 
And what happens there is then that the old neural pathway then withers and dies and you have a new neural pathway set and it will then serve you. But if you, you still have the opportunity to go back and go back down that old neural pathway and, and destroy everything. So it takes vigilance. Uh, so the first step really is to make a decision and to make the choice that you do not want to live in lack of any kind ever again. And once you've done that, then you need to start to become an observer of your own behavior and notice when you fall into that old trap, not with criticism, which is what we tend to do because that is really damaging and harmful, but like, you know, a kind auntie and going, oh, look, there you go. You just did it again. Um, no, we're not doing that anymore. Thank you, but no thank you. Thank you, but no thank you is a wonderful thing. And then you just become more and you replace those old stories by new stories of faith and trust and go, I trust. I am a creative expression of source. And as such, I can be and do anything that I choose. That is my power. And the more that you repeat that, then until again we get to critical mass and you have that aha moment. And you said, when you get to this awareness, there is no going back. Well, once you get to that critical mass where the, uh, you know, where they are in, in situ, there is no going back. And then you go, how could I ever have thought of lack? Look at me. I'm, I'm so abundant. Um, and you just don't understand how you allowed that story for so many years. And you only allowed it because of lack of awareness. We get so busy in our life that we don't spend time being vigilant, really examining the words and, and the stories in our heads. And it is, again, that journey, one of the, the hero's journey from head to heart and from me to soul. And once you get to that point, you know, that lovely aha moment, how many times have you heard something a thousand times and every time you go, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before, I've heard that before, and then all of a sudden you hear it one more time, you go, ah, I got it. That's when these wonderful neural pathways, the connectors are clicking and you know that you've got a new neural pathway and that one's set and you're right. Now you get on with the next one. And when it comes to lack, that is what you need to do. And really it, it takes a lot of, discipline and it takes a lot of awareness but it takes most of all something we haven't mentioned and that is the love of life because when you allow lack in your life that is a very unloving frequency for life itself life is love and love is life and when we um, live in lack, then our life is diminished. And life deserves more from us. Life deserves more from me. So these days I ask life, what do you need to live in your full glory? And some days it says, I need you to sit down and stop. <laughs> And other days it says you need to talk to Shay 
and I just do that. And I have this faith that when I listen to this, this inner voice here and, and I trust that I am a part of an infinite natural force, then there is no such thing as lack ever. So the work is make the choice and be prepared to put some time aside every day and make, and make that choice to give life life with love, not with fear. And just watch as the doors open to infinity. It's amazing. Miracles. I love miracles. And they are everywhere. That's so true and it's so powerful. I hope you guys who are listening to this now are enjoying this as much as I am. Such a wonderful reminder to realise that miracles are possible and they are real and they can happen. And that could be a great conversation for next week to explore with Yvonne um, potentially. And so I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Um, I want to thank you, Yvonne, for sharing it so openly and willingly. And potentially, if there's anything else you feel relevant and love to share before we close out today. I just want to say thank you again for the opportunity. I love our conversations. And um, I really, really, um, I don't like using the word hope, but I do hope that this will be shared where people will finally be able to have the courage and the faith to let go of something that has been used against us for thousands of years. And it's time to say thank you, but no thank you. We are the creators of our reality and we're getting on with creating a beautiful new earth and new earth communities. So thank you, Shay. It was lovely again as usual. Yay. Thanks, Yvonne. Love you so much. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online, Tune in to our online video platform at earthheroestv.com. Hope you have a great day, guys, and a huge love from me, and see you next time.